Hey, I am back with a conversation which I've been sitting on for some time. And it's a topic which has made me think a lot. And it's really given me more questions than answers. However, it's a topic that has really pushed me in a positive way to think about things in a really nuanced, detailed, and overall positive perspective. I've been sitting on this topic of what is the difference between intimacy and romance? It's quite a confusing one. And I'm sure you're experiencing this same sort of, hmm, what is the difference in yourself as, as I put this out to you? It's really tricky. And as I've sort of thought through these things, I've been able to define intimacy quite well. In terms of intimacy, whenever I've felt intimacy with others, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to desire or attraction. It can be tied to just friendship and a bond that you share with someone else. And for me, intimacy would be moments that you share with someone else in which you experience this stillness presence, greater vulnerability, openness, and authenticity, which is mutually shared between two individuals. For me, that is how intimacy would be defined. But with that being said, based on that definition of intimacy, what makes romance different? And where's the line between intimacy and romance? And I believe that that probably depends on your definition of intimacy and romance. But how that plays out is something which really confuses me. Is this difference something that is conscious or is it a subconscious thing which is difficult to tap into? Or is this difference... Excuse me. Or is this difference totally unconscious? And as I start to think about romance and how romance contrasts from intimacy, does romance have to do with more long-term things? So for example, do you have to consider the whole of the relationship all the highs and all the lows together and the combination of all of those moments of intimacy and lack thereof to build romance or is it purely feelings? And if it's purely feelings, what happens if you're not really attached to your emotions and to you they are just feelings? They're not necessarily sensations that are accompanied by 
thoughts, actions, and a clear vision in your mind, which ultimately is probably a better place to be in. If your feelings dominate you and your feelings dominate your actions and thoughts, then that can lead to some very bad situations where if you're experiencing overwhelming feelings, then you can be overwhelmed and taken over without you being able to control what you're experiencing. And the other questions that come up for me have been, how does this differ for men and women? Do men see a difference in intimacy versus romance in a different way than women see that difference? Does it differ in terms of how young versus older individuals see this difference between intimacy and romance? And does the difference between intimacy and romance depend on the number of past romantic experiences that one has had? All of these questions have sort of been rushing through my mind over and over and over again. And like I've said, I don't have all too much clarity, but I think trying to talk through it and trying to work through it would be really beneficial here. And that's really what I want to do. So in this second half, I'm really going to take time to work through my answers to some of these questions and why it's so hard (laughs) along with why even if I have some answers here it doesn't necessarily mean that they're correct and that they're valid based on my experiences and that they will be valid as I step forward into the future so yeah I'm going to try to do that in the second part all right so what makes <clears throat> jeez what makes the difference between romance and intimacy and where is that line so for me the line ends up being in a place where when you see someone else and experience something with someone else there is something that is beyond just friendship and that sounds really really obvious right now but I'm, I'm gonna try to dive deeper into it so I I think that in terms of that difference between intimacy and romance and having something more than friendship I think that there has to be something physical there there has to be physical actions which are not commonplace for friends. So I think there has to be what quote-unquote romance is. So I think touching, kissing, that quote-unquote physical intimacy, which people would describe as a part of a, a romantic relationship. So I think that those are key differences between intimacy and romance because you can have friends with whom you have a great deal of intimacy and share intimate moments however they don't necessarily have to be romantic but i think that a big struggle is that 
oftentimes, because of a lack of intimate experiences which we have with others, and especially if you're a young person, the role of emotions and the assumptions that you make based on the intimacy that you experience with someone else, we often take that leap. We think that those intimate moments with someone else, especially if we think that they're attractive, mean that we should pursue romance and that romance should come from that. When in reality, it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But that leads me to a really, really difficult point of where's the line? Because the line there is very difficult because you'd think, oh, if I experience intimate intimate moments with someone and I am attracted to them physically, then why would I not pursue romance? Why would I not see this as romance? Why would I not create that physical intimacy which I just mentioned? And that's a really hard question. That's a very, very difficult question. I think that that's probably the most difficult question which I've gotten to so far here. But I think that to answer it, we need to look at a larger scale. So there are times in which we have experiences of intimacy And we can even have repeated experiences of intimacy with someone else. However, we can have experiences of intimacy with someone else who we are attracted to while at the same time we know that we have issues in terms of how we see the world, certain things aren't compatible, and that we don't agree on fundamental points which will come up over and over and over again over a long-term period. And I think that in order to develop a really good understanding of, oh, I should pursue romance with this person or not, would be to take some time to think through what my ideal long-term partner looks like. What kind of things do I want? in a long-term relationship? What sort of things are my non-negotiables? What are the things which I will not sacrifice in a long-term relationship? And with all of that being said, I think that the best way to truly learn those guidelines for the difference between intimacy and romance is probably pursuing the romance when you feel intimacy. And I really think that this is a point which is quite contentious, a point that not a lot of people would enjoy, a point that not a lot of people would really embrace and be on board with, but I'm going to try to talk through why I see it this way. I think that if you pursue romance from those intimate experiences especially when you're attracted to someone else even if there is the risk of losing a friendship which a lot of people talk about the risk of losing a friendship is ultimately up to someone's character and not the relationship that you have 
We often decide to not be friends with someone else because of who we are. And the decisions we make toward others are often a projection of who we are internally, how we feel internally, how we see ourselves. And if that is the case, then why would I think that I'm losing a friendship that I would have had if I had not pursued romance with that individual. And that's a, once again, challenging topic, challenging idea to work through. And I think that there needs to be more nuance here too because you shouldn't do this every time. I think that especially for young people, beginning relationships, learning the ropes of intimacy and romance, there need to be a set of experiences and times in which you do pursue that romance. You do jump from intimacy to romance when you're experiencing it and when you have that inclination. It is important to do so. But it is also necessary to learn from it. It is critical to learn from it. It is critical to take time to reflect. Because when you become romantic with someone and intimacy precedes that romance, the vulnerability that you will have with that person increases. Your willingness to share with them, your willingness to put yourself out there will increase from the norm. And in doing so, you learn a lot about yourself. And also you learn about what you like and dislike about other people. Especially in very vulnerable settings. Which is ultimately the most raw and most real of settings. And by going through those experiences, we can learn so, so much about ourselves, what we want, what we're really looking for. But it's essential to reflect on it. If you don't reflect on it, if you don't take the time to take the step back to think, then you're not going to get much out of it. It's just another fling. It's just another romantic experience. It's just another time you kissed someone, you know? It's not meaningful in terms of your learning over time. So... I really just want to say that it's challenging because it is. It's so challenging. But I think that this learning through experience thing is probably the best course of action. I think that it's the best way to go about it because of the amount of real life learnings that you get. Because you can't project and predict the feelings, thoughts, and realizations that you will experience by becoming romantic with someone. All of those things come in the moments that you share by developing romance. You cannot predict what romance will bring you. And you cannot predict what intimacy will bring you. Even though I would say that you can probably predict what intimacy will bring you a little better than what you can predict from romance. But 
romance, you're like lost. You're completely lost in terms of what you can predict. But in terms of intimacy, you can probably predict a couple things and be pretty certain about it. And I think that those couple things would be the feelings that you'll experience, which are the presence and stillness that come with it, and your willingness to open up. That's pretty clear with intimacy. But from romance, you kind of... There are so many other things that can come up because romance is so unique, which can completely alter how things go and and how everything shapes. And another point which I really want to bring up here is just how easy it is to get lost here, to get lost in something so complex as what is the difference between intimacy and romance and how to discover what proper intimacy and proper romance are. And it's interesting because I, I get to this point of consistently thinking and, and having this realization of how critical authenticity and vulnerability are in all of these situations. Because we may think and be faking ourselves out that we have a certain intimacy with someone else. But if we don't have a certain level of authenticity and vulnerability ourselves to share truly real and deep moments with someone else, then can we say that those moments are truly intimate? Can we say that they are really, truly, deeply intimate moments? Some would argue yes, I would very, very strongly argue no. How real that moment is, how authentic, how legitimate an intimate interaction with someone is has to be determined by authenticity and vulnerability. At least for me, it has to. I mean, in my experiences and my studies of psychology and my conversations with friends who have put themselves through it and gone through it, that vulnerability and authenticity seems to be that sort of prerequisite for truly intimate connection, which leads to true romance and successful romance. Romance that lasts. Because sure, you can have your college flings and try to call it romance, but it's not romance. Romance is so much deeper. It's so much more real. And romance has nuance and depth. Romance is not a surface level thing where you have physical interactions with someone else. People can have sex and it's not romantic. People can have sex without intimacy. And I think that that's another hard realization that a lot of people have too. Is that as physical as something may be, that does not necessitate that it is intimate or romantic. And I really think that that freaks a lot of people out. A lot of people don't really want to play with that thought. They don't want to think through, oh, 
I had that relationship with that person and we had sex a lot of times and it was never intimate or romantic. That's a really hard realization to face and I totally understand that. And I totally understand why you might feel that you're the one who created those problems. I get it. And, and it's, it's quite possible that that is the case. But the thing that I would want to assure here is that it doesn't mean that it's impossible to change. It does not mean that you cannot learn how to be truly intimate and truly romantic with someone else. I think that that comes from working on being vulnerable, authentic, present with other people, and willing to share and open up. And I, I really believe, and I think that the research literature would show that developing these qualities is something that people can do. And, and even life experience would show you that this is something that people can do. People can work on different qualities themselves to change who they are, improve their tendencies, and become better. People are capable of this. Especially for me, in my thought, in this realm of intimacy and romance. I think that that's probably just a better way to see the world. To believe that we are all capable of experiencing deep intimacy and romance. To believe that we are all capable of being vulnerable, authentic, open, and willing to put ourselves out there in the face of potential rejection, in the face of potential failure. And it's interesting because I think that this is a key part as well, which I'm just getting to in terms of my realization. You see, this is why it's important to talk about things. As, as that fear of failure and that fear of losing and that fear of judgment that fear of others letting us down when we put ourselves out there. That is one of the greatest inhibitors to deep intimacy and romance. <laughs> if you fear something that will always and inevitably have a certain likelihood of occurrence then you have not come to terms with reality. And it truly pains me to say that because it's really hard to see people who, who can't accept reality and what is real, what is true. But I really think that this is an essential part of taking steps forward. If we cannot accept potential negative consequences to the risks that we take, especially in putting ourselves out there, especially in romantic and intimate situations, then what's the point? Where are we going to go? What is the outcome we are likely to achieve? The likely outcome is not success. 
the likely outcome is losing. The likely outcome is failing to experience true intimacy and romance. And I guess the last thing that I'll say here is that this risk is one of the most important risks which any of us will have to face in terms of the development of key relationships which we'll have throughout our lives. And it leaves me with this question. Is it worth it to hold yourself back out of fear instead of putting yourself in a situation where it is possible to lose but also possible to gain so much. That's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this chat about intimacy, the questions I proposed, my open reflection and think aloud exercise. I think it was really instructive for me at least and really just wanted to share it because I think that this is a topic that is so relevant and a topic which... A lot of people want to talk about, want to engage in, want to try to think through. And I really hope that my dialogue here can help spark more thoughts from other people and more chats and thoughts going through heads. Because I think that with something like this, it's a topic that is so important, especially for young for young people. I think that thinking about intimacy, talking about intimacy, thinking about romance, how all of these things work together and how authenticity and fear come into this picture, I think that all of this is so, so, so critical. And I hope you think so too after this chat. And I really want to hear your perspective. So if you have thoughts, if you have anything going through your head, please, please, please email me. Matt at mattbest.net. Please, please. I'm here to listen. I'm here to engage. And I really want to hear from you, especially about this. It's a topic which fascinates me, as I hope you've heard over the last 25 or so minutes. So as always, thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you like this, leave a rating on... Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, Give it five stars. Throw in a comment. I'd love it. And um, yeah, I'll be back soon. It's kind of crazy. We're at 270 already. This has been a wild ride. And I'm excited to see where it all goes. Um, So thank you. Just, Just thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of this. It means so much. And yeah, as always... I'll be back soon. Much love. Cheers.